Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Science, Technology and Environment Conversations. We are joined by Sipindo Kuhlema Zibuko, who is a serv- Director of Service Delivery for Middle East and Africa at a global cybersecurity firm, Mimecast. Thank you very much for joining us, Sipindo Kuhle. Good evening. Thank you, Patricia. Good evening to you, too. How did you get into this industry? Who told you there was an industry of cybersecurity? <laughs> because, you know, some some career paths are like, yo, uh-uh, I was born uh, decades ago, and, and these things are new to us. So, uh, um, I guess my journey to technology was quite by mistake. Um, I initially wanted to pursue education in biotechnology and in that first year of my studies I was introduced to uh, properly introduced to a computer and I was quite intrigued Um, and I changed my studies to computer science Um, and I guess with that qualification uh, I had a lot of opportunities to explore different parts of uh, IT in organization I started my career in solution development um, and over time, obviously, I wanted to pursue leadership uh, within um, the organization and corporate. Um, and I found myself also um, in the cyberspace as I was navigating my career. Um, and I was quite intrigued. I wanted to pursue it. And uh, I guess why not if I had um, the means and um, uh, I just I, I went with it. And this, this is where I am. I guess <laughs> you are in a career where only 11% uh, globally um, of uh, people working in this field are women. So how are you finding it, um, you know, in terms of being surrounded by men, especially because you're at the top of your firm as a director? Um, I think with any other challenge, uh, one needs to also look inwardly and say, how am I showing up? What are the lessons that I need to learn? in order for me to navigate and get to the objectives that I want to get to. Um, There's definitely moments where we still struggle with diversity, like you've mentioned, um, where you're the only one in the room. Um, And maybe when I was starting my career, that was some sort of um, um, something that should be appreciated. But I think as one progresses with their career and they get older is something that you really do not want to celebrate. So part of it for me really is uh, knowing the challenges that I have faced and still facing in my career is to also be a change that um, for the next generation to not um, experience the challenges that uh, I have experienced. Um, They find an environment that is much more conducive for them to be successful. A-teamers, we're speaking to a woman who's made us proud as South Africans, um, taking up her position in the 11% of women globally who are into the cybersecurity uh, field. She is a director of uh, del- service delivery at MimeCost, which is um, an international company. And um, I'd like you to call in, ask your questions around cybersecurity, and perhaps even uh, you know give her your encouragement in terms of how and you know she can stay strong in this uh, predominantly male industry. The number to dial in on is 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 0614-104107. Spindogu, you know, I, I keep asking myself around um, how can we include 
include women more in such careers? Is it because there are certain barriers that um, hinder them from entering these careers? Or is it, is it uh, because we don't know about them? Um, um, I guess it is, um, the issues are quite um, complicated. Um, I guess if I look at right from the beginning and see the supply chain of women taking up STEM qualification, for example, that on its own, we see that women are still far less than they are uh, um, male uh, students taking up the, the, the STEM qualification. Um, and when you look at it uh, and you, you follow the studies as well, you can see that the issue is really not the talent itself or capabilities. We see women doing just as well as their male counterparts in school or in some cases doing even better. Um, so that's the first challenge, right? Because you want people to take this uh, science and, uh, science qualification in order to get into uh, technology. Um, and the other aspect of it, like I've mentioned, diversity is still an issue for us. Uh, we see that when women do get into the spaces, we're still seeing them in very low volumes. Um, and that creates even more challenges for them. You know, everyone, when they join a new career, uh, they're focused on wanting to do well and be successful. Um, and women have to deal with even more challenges where they have to find their own voice. They have to find their sense of belonging in the team where the makeup is more, um, is more people that do not look or show up like they do, that do not look like they, they do as well. So those are all the challenges that are really facing women. Um, and I guess the question that we keep on asking ourselves, because the other challenge that you've mentioned is, people well, maybe they are not exposed uh, into um, the information that's out there on different careers that they can pursue. Or maybe there is also the narrative that we're saying that technology really it is not for women. People have different perspective of how, how on, on on what we do on a day to day basis. Um, people are sometimes when I speak to different groups of people, they will talk about when you, you mention uh, um, cybersecurity, they think that you have to be in a basement somewhere. Uh, working on the computer from the beginning of the day to the end of the day, you do not get to interact with people, and you have to have this um, quite um, involved uh, technology experience. Um, and we've proven that uh, at Mumcas that that's not necessarily the case, right? Um, and if you look at also the research that is being done, there is an excess of, of, of about more than three million. Um, an excess of three million, sorry, uh, jobs that are still need to be hired in a cybersecurity. And cybersecurity really is not just the technical aspect of it. People still need to be educated on what cybersecurity is all about and how to protect themselves within the cyberspace. People need to be provide, provided with support on the systems that they're using for cybersecurity. And that's what we're trying to do really at Mancast is to, to, to open up the opportunities for people that are coming into cybersecurity by creating a position that allows people to come in without any technical uh, experience so that they can then have that uh, opportunity to enter the market and grow into the market. And we've had quite a number of people that have been successful that came through the ranks uh, of uh, within MAMCAS that didn't have any experiences, experience at all in, in technology, but they had the right mindset to be wanting to be successful, and, and um, that got them to, to where they are today.
So I'm glad when we started, you mentioned that the first time you interacted properly with the computer was when you were in varsity. How yeah. can we then change this for many students who are, uh, especially female students, in rural areas, um, in you know um, locations where they don't have access to technology uh, in this day and age where we're all speaking about uh, data must fall, but other people just don't have access to that sort of uh, technology. How can we ensure that women are included, uh, those in rural villages are included, and they are uplifted so that when they decide to choose a career path, it's one that is globally recognized and they'll have many opportunities. Yeah, I think there's a number of things that we can all get involved in, and there's a number of programs that are already um, available in the market for us to be able to really drive the change. Um, and, and part of that really is all of us taking ownership in wanting to change uh, this country to the country that we all want to live in. Um, like for me, like I've mentioned, I think if we, you've traveled a journey and you've had challenges, um, and really it is our responsibility, all of us, to try and, and, and make the journey for the next generation much more easier. Um, and having said that, I think really supporting organizations that are out there that are, are providing the, the information to the people that, that will necessarily not have this kind of information or exposure to, to technology, um, and that's where we all need to be involved um, and driving for that change. There are organizations that are mainly are women in tech that really drive that society uh, programs where they support young women with information, with exposure to, uh, to technology, to, to, to expose them to beyond actually even technology to other information that really could be uh, of value to their lives as they make decisions uh, on how they want to, to develop their careers. You deal a lot with the Middle East and uh, the African continent, right? So have yeah. you found that um, women in in the Middle East and in Africa um, are bringing in anything unique into cyber security space? Or do you feel that, uh, you know, because of the way we've been socialized in these countries, very traditional and uh, very rooted in our traditions and religions that put women aside at most times or historically used to do so, do you think that uh, perhaps they are still in the backdrop instead of being in the forefront? Sure, that's that's quite a complicated one uh, because I don't think there's one single answer to your question. Um, what I find is in some parts of um, not only just Middle Eastern Africa, really uh, globally, is we see women making decisions to move into the to these careers, especially cybersecurity. Um, and when women come into the space, I think really the benefits of that is having diversity, right? And diversity comes with different perspectives. It comes with different perspective in how we design solutions, uh, perspective in, in the decisions that we're making, and that we can only benefit from. Um, and there's no indication that women cannot do well in this space, like I've already mentioned. Um, but I think part of the of the answer to your question is, the reason why we're not seeing women taking up STEM qualification to begin with and um, and therefore not even choosing cybersecurity, it is in, in some instances on how we've been raised. Um, and you've touched on the culture um, aspects of it. 
Um, I think there is definitely part of that. There's still um, situations where we still, we see that women are, are still being limited to certain types of careers that are believed to be more suited for women than they are um, um, than the others that uh, traditionally have been occupied by male. So it is quite a complicated one to really just blame it on one aspect of it, uh, of our societal uh, issues. But mm. um, yeah, um, it, it, it is a complicated one. And, and also maybe one thing to mention that I've seen, like I said, it is not just an African Middle East um, situation. It really is um, a global issue. Let me go to Jay on the line. Atima Jay, good evening. Uh, good evening to you, Patricia, and good evening to our honoured guest. And uh, have very, very safe and happy Women's Month, and not only this month only, but the rest of your life. For you too, uh, Congratulations. Jay. Yeah. Congratulations. You bring the most phenomenal, uh, I say, women I, uh, will come on your platform. And, you know, it is so sad when you say 18 years and over must listen to your program. I wish they could uh, station you much earlier in the day where our youngsters, school-going youngsters, listen to our guests like this. You know, uh, what flashed through my mind, that on the ballot papers for voting, people like our guests must be there. They will bring our country forward they must be positioned in education departments and various sectors to uplift not only their male and female, but globally and nationally and locally. You know, if we have to uh, talk about all these things on radio, who are the people that are just listening now? It's mostly the very senior adults, males, and very rarely I hear our females coming on. So I would love to hear and see if this can go to school levels, motivating them, and incentives like do your achievement in class and we will take you into the field and see if you can fit in, whether you like it. And the achievers' um, photographs to be posted outside the school walls and say, yeah, these are the achievers and these are the people that motivated them. So, you know, in so doing, the various areas, various sectors, you know, getting counselors in our areas to motivate people for water and electricity, that alone is not enough. Education, education. I'm sure our guests went through quite a lot of hard work day and night to get to where she is today. It's just not an overnight thing. Congratulations once more. And keep it up. I hope I see your face on the ballot paper. <laughs> oh, Jay, we love you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for calling in. You know, Jay has just spoken a mouthful, but I'm going to allow you to just wrap up our conversation and encourage young people, uh, especially women, to come into this field. And I, I think it's one of those fields, no matter how old you are, as long as you can acquire the qualification and the skills set, you can actually enter into it. Yes, no, definitely. I think it, it is also important to change the narrative, uh, Patricia, that in order for one to enter into the space, you need to be um, have a, a quite an involved um, technology experience. 
uh, like I've mentioned, um, some of the opportunities in the cyberspace just requires you to, to, to have a mindset that allows you to explore stuff and for you to fall forward when you fall and pick yourself up and, and continue um, with, uh, with, with, with um, trying to achieve your objectives. Um, so uh, it is really not just about having the technical uh, background to be successful in the space. But also, I think for me, it really, it is, let's, uh, as women, let's shift this mindset of scarcity and limiting ourselves to what we can do and pursue and achieve. Um, so let's explore all the opportunities that are available, and there's no better space to be in than in cybersecurity at this moment. We all talk about uh, the, the 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 shift in, in 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 around the world in everything that we do um, into technology, and we know that there's no business out there. Even uh, even we as individuals, we're using technology day in and day out. And really, cybersecurity is about the end users, right? It is about protecting people that are in the cyberspace and making sure they can do what they need to do um, without any malicious um, attacks um, happening to them. So there is a lot of opportunities for everyone to really pursue. And as women, let's go for it. There's nothing really limiting us in pursuing these opportunities. Um, So that will be really my... I guess my motivation to getting more women into space. Well, listen, after what happened to our to Prasa and uh, having that security breach, very important for people to consider such a career. Before I let you go, Olane Atima is on the line. Good evening. Uh, yes, Mandulu Gunjani. How are you? Like and how are you? I'm all right. I'm a teacher here at uh, one of the rural areas in Newcastle. And I'm so eager about uh, introducing the kids or the IT in my school. But the problem is we can't even get funding to get a lab or something. I, I was just wanting to find out from your 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 guest they can be of an assistant to our school. All right. Thank you so very much. Very critical. It's very sad that rural schools experience such. And here's a teacher, Kolani, who's asking, can you assist their school to get a bit of funding so they can introduce computer sciences? Um, I guess I cannot comment uh, on that right now. I know there's quite a lot of opportunities where corporate can get involved in such uh, initiatives, um, but I, I'm not in a position to comment uh, on um, whether we can assist Polane in, in that pursuit for that. But I'm happy to take his information. And if, if we are not assi- uh, assisting with computers, I can definitely assist with some of the information or maybe just uh, chat with him and see what we can we, we can do from our side. Excellent. I'll make sure that uh, Ben gives you Golana's number. Thank you so very much. And we're looking forward to an update. I mean, even if it's just you going in to encourage the young people or pulling in together some uh, global resources um, to assist this particular school in Newcastle. It will be a heartwarming no, story. Thank you so very no, much. Thank you so much, Patricia. Thank you for, for your time. And just to mention maybe one one last thing, I happen to come from Newcastle myself, so it would be really a good story if we can do something. No, you better. Let it not be an FCC. <laughs> Let it be something done. <laughs> so I'm looking forward yes, to that. Yeah, give us an update. Thank you very much. We'll do. Thank you.